What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode 31 of More Wrestling's podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Morrison. I'm joined today by my co-host, Zach Rolf. Uh, third episode of the day. Let's What's go. We're grinding yeah. it today. We're grinding it, man. We've been out for the last three hours just hammering away at these episodes. Obviously, we found a good day for each of us to to uh, hammer away at these. And, you know, we're a week away from the New York State Tournament, Journeyman's New York State Tournament. I say again, let's go. Yes, sir. Let's get let's get in the vehicles and uh, you know take that five and a half hour drive down to Pennsylvania. Is it Wednesday yet? Uh, so yeah, that's another thing. You know, I'm I'm still debating. Leave Wednesday, leave Thursday. The kids they wrestle on Wednesday or Thursday. They weigh in Wednesday, right? Yeah. So the youth tournament will weigh in Wednesday night, and then they will wrestle Thursday. I got my son wrestling on Thursday, and then I got a couple of my youth guys from my from my team and stuff wrestling on thursday as well was, was there entries for the, the kids anywhere like the youth yeah you know? actually i have a copy of it. i have they sent it out to the to the parents and coaches and stuff yeah send me that there's a like i mentioned uh last episode i think carter bear his his brother's wrestling he's a sixth grader he's a little beast so uh i'm excited to watch him and then yeah between that then obviously we got a few kids wrestling in the uh the varsity tournament the, the, the state tournament and then got a girl from governor that's wrestling in the um, freestyle event on Saturday. So yeah, yeah, I'll probably be down there Thursday, Friday, Saturday might go down Wednesday night. Don't know, but the seeds came out. Um, so let's talk about some of the seeds starting mm-hmm. off at 99 pounds. We've got Cosmo Diamani. Um, he's a senior out of section one, um, at, at the two seed, we got Darren Florence out of section four at the three, Aiden buttery out of section six at four. We got Jason Kwok out of section 11 at the fifth seed. We got Mason Mangliano. Mangaliano, uh, section 11, and then at the sixth seed and then seventh seed, we got Liam English and Gabe English, both out of section two and rounding out at eighth seed. We got Ken Schmetz of section six. So, I mean, a lot of these guys obviously are eighth graders, um, you know, or, you know, Darren Florence, he's, he's had experience on the, the varsity scene. So I know of him, but, uh, you know, some of these guys, you just don't know cause you don't see them. You know? Right. And, and usually by, even by States, sometimes there's a lot of kids that we don't even know about yet because of. You know, the 99-pound weight class is really the, you know, it's the middle school state championship most of the time, right? Yeah. I mean, you have 7th and 8th graders, and sometimes you're ninth graders, and then you have your outlier guys that are, like, seniors wrestling 99. But for the most part, you find out who these guys really are at uh, at States, and here we are at States trying to learn who these guys are. Yep. I mean, Darren Florence, the returning state place finisher, um... You know, Diamini was in the finals of sectionals um, in uh, section one. And Hawks is also really tough out of Socrates. So, I mean, I, I don't know what's going to happen here. Again, something weird always happens at 99 unless you got somebody like P.J. Duke coming out of the, you know, coming out of the womb wrestling. You don't really know anything. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Or it's not like uh, 2014 it was, uh, 13-14, when uh, y- Yanni and Vito were wrestling Yanni, in the finals, Vito. right? Yanni so, Vito, and then you had Teamer and Busiello. Yes, know, yeah, I remember there. that too. So, I mean, I mean, maybe these guys turn out to be that's those yes. special guys, but you know, I don't, I don't know much about these guys uh, in the field at 99 pounds. Yeah, I, you know, let's get this out of the way now because I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna cry about it or you know, bitch about <laughs> it for the next 14 weight classes. But these seeds make no sense. You know, they they mentioned and they kind of gave you the you know the the idea of what they did, but. They use off-season results. You can't use off-season results. I don't even care if this is an off-season tournament. You don't know what these kids' training situations like. Some kids walk, woke up out of freaking, 
you know, doing absolutely nothing and just my coach wanted me to wrestle. Oh yeah, you know, I'll go get some mat time. Like that's fine. Like yep. no trainings or nothing. You're gonna use those as seedable things. If you want this to be a state tournament, you can't use those. The only logical way to seed this is previous seasons, state and sectional places. That's the only logical way to do it. And I don't understand how Darren Florence isn't the number one seed as the only guy returning as a state place finisher. And there's plenty of other weight classes where I'm going to cry about it. But I hope I hope there's something that says this is not how we should be doing this. Cause yeah, this, I, I know it's it's definitely in a weird time, right? I mean, we've there's been 13 months since the last 2000. It's the last really wrestling tournament, uh, you know, NISFA tournament, uh, an actual tournament in New York State. Um, and that was the 2020 New York State tournament. Or, yeah, 2020 New York State tournament. So it's been a while. Um, some of these seeds, yeah, they're different just because you, you, you got to dig a lot to, to find the, the off season results. I think, I mean, if, if they did indeed look on track and, and dig through all this stuff, good on them. But yeah, as you mentioned, like Darren Florence is the returning state place finisher. And it, like, again, it was last year's state tournament, right? I mean, it's not like we just, I mean, we just didn't have a state tournament this year. The last year he was the state place finisher being the two seeds kind of weird, but you know, I don't know. I'm going to argue and I'm going to argue against my guy here soon too. I mean, I got a guy as a one seed that shouldn't be the one seed. I love him, but you know, he's, we'll get there, but that just doesn't make sense. Yeah. We'll get into it. So at one Oh six, we've got Joseph Manfredi of section eight as the one seed. Uh, two, we got Christian Liviano section 11 at three. We got Mikey Manta also section 11. At four, we got Travis Browning, section six. At the five, we got J.R. Gomez at, out of section two. And then section uh, the sixth seed, we got Dylan Eric out of one. At seven seed, we got Carlo Aragano out of section eight. And rounding out the number eight, we got Anthony Clem, also from section eight. You know, um, originally Anthony Clem was, was registered at 99, and now he's yeah. moving up to six. I, was, I had Anthony Clem. He's going to be the guy that I picked to win 99. Um, I'm not sure. I, I don't think he's. I don't think he can beat Manfredi or, or Liviano here. But um, he's definitely tough, and I think he's got a shot of finishing top three in this weight class. But your top two here, in my opinion, are your top two go, coming out. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, Manfredi and Liviano, um, the Long Island guys, they're they're tough, right? And uh, you know, I I've know their names more. I, I mean, Anthony Clem, he wrestled at the the journeyman thing that they hosted in January, the, the all-star meet against New Jersey and new England. Um, so I watched a few of his matches, but yeah, I expect him to be at 99 pounds as well. But uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go with Manfredi and Leviano in the finals, you know, a little bit of bragging rights to take back to, to long Island, <clears throat> moving up to 113 pounds. We've got our guest that was on more wrestling's podcast, podcast, Tyler Ferreira. Um, he's the one seed. At the two, we got Gianni Silvestri out of Section 4. Both guys out of Section 4. At the three, we got Xavier De Jesus Remchuk out of Section 5. Then at the four seed, we got Michael Adams out of the Catholic schools. Fifth seed, we got Chris Pettis, Pettis out of Section 2. And at six, we got Braden Farbach out of Section 11. At the seventh seed, we got Alex Greco out of Section 9. And at eight, we got Joseph Clem out of Section 8. Yeah, this is a so this is another one of those big lines. Kind of what I was talking about, right? Tyler, Tyler is one of the kids that I, you know, that wrestles for me in the off season occasionally. We talked about it when we had him on. Um, number one seed, obviously, he's ranked 14th in the country, earned one seed. Like, but you know, if he's not a state champion, 
right? right? As much as we think he's a state champion, he's not a state champion. Gianni Silvestri is a state champion. Gianni Silvestri should be the number one seed. It doesn't make sense that, you know, I don't, I don't know. We'll get, like I said, I, it, I don't get it. This, this, last might, this it, might make more sense in the, the off season stuff, but then they say it's the accumulation of the last 15 months. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, obviously that would make sense. Cause I mean, in a, I mean, you, yes, Gianni would be the state champ, right? He, he would have that right to be the number one seed. But then in the offseason stuff, Tyler Ferrer is making it. He's made a name for himself. So Absolutely. Was, I mean, again, he, he's earned his 14th in the nation ranking by, you know, he wrestled tough at the Journeyman Classic. He, you know, had a great Super 32. Obviously, you know, I think he's going to win this weight class. I, I think he kind of walks away with his weight class. But, you know, I just, I don't. The seeding situation just doesn't. I don't understand how you can argue these seeds. It just, I just don't get it. Who uh, who did Gianni wrestle in the state finals last year? Was it DeJesus Rumchuk? Yeah, yeah. So that'll be a, a probably a, a rematch in the semifinals. Yeah, of last well, year's and, state well, actually, Xavier has to. I mean, in the quarterfinals will be Xavier. Oh, Braden Farbach, yeah, who wrestled in the semis of states last year. Yeah, so he's a tough kid. That'll be a good a good rematch there. I think Xavier's made some big jumps this summer, so. I'm going to take Xavier there, and I, I might even take – I don't know. Johnny's also made some pretty big jumps. Johnny and Xavier will be a very, very good match. I'm excited for that one. Sweet, yeah. Uh, so moving up to 120 pounds, we've got Max Gallagher out of Section 11 as one seed. And then at two, we got Jeremiah Echeverria out of Section 8. At three, we got Daniel Kirsch of Section 6. The four, we got Kevin Lopez out of Section 8. Five, we've got Anthony Serace out of Section 5. 6C, we got Joe Berenson of Section 5. The 7C, we got Michael Schaefer out of Section 6. And 8C, we got Aiden Gillings out of Section 6. So, uh, yeah, Max Gallagher. And I, I think it's two-man race at, right here. I mean, Kirsch is tough, but uh, Echeverria and Gallagher, I think, are on a different level. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm on the same page here. I think it's Gallagher, it's Echeverria, and that's going to be a fire finals match. Yeah. I mean, some of these finals, obviously this isn't the, the state tournament we're all used to, right? We're not going to Albany, but they, it still has the, the hammers, the, the hammers at one, two, and three. Um, you know, some of these guys probably chose not to go to the state tournament this year or, you know, the unofficial state tournament, but these guys are, are the real deal, and it's going to be a fun way to watch. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's notable to mention that P.J. Duke was supposed to be here, um, a little banged up and pulled out, but, um, you know, that's a guy New York State would be seeing otherwise if it was a normal year. Yeah, Poor guy. Guys I mean, he, was, out. he was on track to be a, the first ever six-time state champ, and COVID took that from him. Yep. Journeyman, journeyman tournament could have made it happen, but whatever. Yeah. Um. So moving up to 126, we've got the YouTube sensation, Steve Opulin. Pause one uh, second. Here we go. Listen, there's like 60 kids in this 125 weight class. Yeah, that's I mean, notable. Okay, these there's so many kids here. This is nuts. Yeah. Um. At 126, Steve Poulin's the one seed out of section two. At the two seed, we got Andrew Marchese of section nine. The three seed, Caden Bellis of section four. At four, we got Cameron Carcherbrone of section six. At five, we got Cody Merwin out of section four. Fifth seed, we got Nick Pulso out of section two. Seven seed Alex Booth out of section three, and at the eight seed we got Owen Douches out of section one. This is a this is a fun weight class outside of Steve, right? Um, Marchese is good. Caden Bellis has made huge jumps this year. He's a large human being now. 
He went from yeah. 106 last year to, I mean, he wrestled he wrestled by 145 pounder in our duel, and uh, he did well. He, he won 4-3 there, but, I mean, he's given up 15 pounds now. Um, uh, he's tough, and Catcher Bone's really good as well, and another one of, you know, another guy that I, I'm close with, Cody Merwin. Uh, I'm excited to see that that's quarterfinal, see who gets a chance to crack at Steve-O. Yeah, and uh, so I got Alex Booth, obviously, Section 3 guy. Um, he trains at Kenny Court's Grain House. He's Indian River guy, just right down the road from Governor. And then one of my own guys, my Canton guy, uh, Matt Haycook, he was registered at 32. I kind of, you know, said, hey, 26 is probably the better option if you, you know, you know, you want to get on the podium. Um, and he's definitely capable of doing so. He's a tough kid. And he's a senior. He's going to Elmira College next year. Oh, nice. Um, so it's nice to see him. Obviously, 32. We'll get to that in a second. But that's that's a deep weight. I think the top eight are, are all hammers. But, uh, yeah, 126. It'll be a fun way to watch um, play out for the guys trying to make a podium run. But, yeah, Steve was definitely the, the front runner. Moving up to 132 pounds, we got Jordan Titus, the West Virginia commit, at number one. At two, we got Jackson Polo out of Section 8. 3C, we got Jared Winehouse out of Section 11. The four, Joe Spracio out of Section 11. The 5C, we got Casper Stewart out of Section 5. 6C, we got Jason Holmes out of Section 2. The 7, Michael Cantazaro out of Section 6. And at 8, we got Zach Levy out of Section 4. One of your own guys. Yeah, he's one of, he's, he's, uh, one of my guys. Uh, I, I'm not Go comfortable off. saying too much about this weight class. Go off, Zach. Go off. No, I can't do it. I can't do okay. it. I, okay. I don't, you know. Um, but it's, it's fine, you know. Yeah. Um, this is a good weight. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to see what, what my guy can do here. But um, overall, you know, I'll let you I'll let you kind of give the analysis here. You know, Jack Sapolo, he's a D2 guy. Um, I think he lost to Max Gallagher this year, who then lost to Dante Geislinger. So I think they were, they were all in that weight, right? I think it was Polo, uh, Dante, and um, Gallagher. So, I mean, Polo's tough. Cold Spring Harbor kid. Um, you know, he's fun to watch. I mean, obviously, Titus is on a different level, I, I think. I mean, maybe not. They, they, I'm sure they see each other being on Long Island. Um, then you got Jared Winehouse and Joe Spracio. Um, another couple of studs, right? Suffolk County puts out some hammers. But Casper Stewart out of Section 5, he's a, he's a beast, too. I, I watched him a few years ago out of Attica. Atticus Dude, he's really good. I watched him his seventh grade year. He was undersized in '99, and he was beating some, beating some hammers. And then Jason Holmes, I think he wrestled for Shaker. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, so I mean, I think he was hurt last year, so he missed it. But I think the year before he he had a pretty good run. Um, he had a good season. I think he had a good win or a close loss to somebody. And we were talking about it during the, the year, right? Um, it's the name's drawn a blank, but. He's a, he's, he's a beast too. And then Canton Zaro, section six, he's a, one of the Cobra wrestling club guys. Um, I seen him, he, he's been training at Kellen Devlin's. Um, I, I see Kev, Kellen Devlin post stuff, right? It's uh, him and which makes me think Lusinski, he's not in this tournament either. Um, oh, yeah, but yeah, they train, right. they all train together, you know, at Kellen's, uh, K6 club, whatever the, uh, his club's called. But, uh, and then, you know, your guy, Zach Levy, obviously he's a tough dude too. So, I mean, this yeah. this top eight, I think, it, it might be one of the deepest weights, um, one through eight, that we're going to see at this tournament. Yeah, this is, I mean, you know, save 
Jordan Titus, right? I mean, he's most likely the right, you know, the best guy here, you know, on paper. But um, how many times is he gonna shin? Was there somebody? It's the question. Uh, four. All right, we'll go with four. I don't All right, the finals, but he gets it every match before that. <laughs> Uh, moving up to the the uh, 138 pounds, we got another guest of ours, Avery Leonard, as the one seed. At two, we got Jordan Soriano. Three, we got Jake Hoffman. Four, Jack Rosasco. Uh, five, we got Angelo Centrone. Six, Braden Woodward. Seven, Nicholas Noto. And eight, Greg Hotelling. Yeah, what do you got? This is another one of those, I don't know what happened. Um Jack Roscoe, nothing against kid. I don't know him. Right. Right. But based on the criteria that he sent in, he took fourth. Actually, no, he took fourth at sectionals last year. How is he the fourth seed? Maybe they had a little bit of too many bush pops on the seeding meeting night. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, I just, I don't, he's. No, I mean, look at Noto. Noto plays in states, right? So did Braden Woodward. Well, Braden didn't place last year, but he placed the year before. I, I want to say Hoteling placed last year because he was at uh, Bears weight. Yeah, Hoteling placed last year. I mean, I j- did he beat somebody in the – I mean, again, back to this offseason conversation. like He, he, he must have, but, like, I haven't seen his name. And you, you would have thought, like, hey, this is a New York kid that's making some noise. He would have had to made some kind of noise to – I mean, and yeah, you said Section 4. Of course, Section eight's tough, right? Um I, I don't understand how he's above some of those guys, but it all adds a different wrinkle to this. But, I mean, it kind of stinks to see because you're going to have Woodard, you're going to have Noto down low, right, with Soriano and Hoffman. So, I don't know. He lost – I mean, he lost a 10-5 match to Jaden Scott in the off. Again, this is all offseason stuff. Oh, yep. Just trying to find – you know, he went – there's one thing on track that he, he was on that – that was that was his only result that I can see. That was he didn't beat anybody else, and then he went he lost right after that. I don't I don't know something something. Go ahead. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll just bump up this the four, tough four, weight. At the end of the day, thirty eight might be my favorite weight class. I, I got another guy here. Um, Spill the beans. Pretty, I'm not putting pressure on him or nothing. Like All right. That, so. He's not good with pressure, so we're gonna we're gonna leave that be. But um, Alex Marinelli. <laughs> not. I, I mean. He was in the finals of sectionals last year, so take it. Hey, there we go. Uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll keep you guessing until next Saturday. You'll never guess, I promise you. you you'll you look at the results and you'll be like, nope, couldn't be that guy. You'll be confused. <laughs> um, but this is a really fun, this is a really deep weight class, another one of those. Um, section 11 out of Hoppage, uh, Andrew Marini, Stephen Lucas, uh, Connor Gregory out of Section 2. Yep. Um, this whole weight is really, really tough. Um, trying to see if I see anybody else that, that I'm, I'm missing. Brian Lombardi is really good out of Minisink. Tyler Rossini, is he seated? No, nope. Tyler Rossini is really good. Tyler Rossini has a win over um, Donovan Smith at the Journeyman Fall Classic earlier in the fall. Um, he's really tough. Um, yeah, Colin Kaufner, he's good. There's a, there's a ton of really good guys in this weight. It's a super deep weight class. Um do you know, are they placing six or eight? I don't know, to be honest with you. I think I saw them post, like, medals and stuff, and I want to say it was top eight, but, again, I don't know. That's I haven't looked that deep into this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you get you get on the podium here, you're going to earn it. That's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. 
thing this this weight class is stacked yep um moving up to 145 pounds there's some interesting things in here um we got the one seed we got Rocco Camilci out of section five the two we got Ben Rogers out of section eight the three Carter Schubert out of section five at four we got Nate Wade out of section three at the fifth seed we got Sean Garfall Hevener out of section one at six seed we got Zach Harrington out of section four the seven we got Cameron Riordan out of section six and rounding out eight, we got Carson Alberti out of section six. So Camilchi and so Schubert missed last year, right? He's a beast. He uh, seemed like he had a decent off season. Um, I didn't dig too many into too many matches. I mean, Ben Rogers has been around too. He, he seemed like he was wrestling at a lot of events. Um, but Camilchi and Schubert, I think, both train at the garage. Yanni's dad's uh, little dojo. Um, <laughs> so, <clears throat> I mean, Schubert's tough, right? But Camilchi is a guy where we, we talked about he, he hasn't won a state title yet. And, I mean, I, I, I imagine this would have been his year to do it. But Yeah, he, he he's tough. He's really good. Um, we talked about it before with Camilchi. Like, we're shocked this dude's never made a state final. You know, and here he is. Now he's the number one seed here. But you got to wonder how much weight these kids are going to put into this once it's over. Like, after the fact, like, saying, oh, I'm a state champ? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just, obviously, like we were talking, it, it just doesn't seem real just because, like, some guys haven't had a season. Some guys had a, had a four-week season. Um, like, guys like us don't have our season until, like, two weeks after this tournament. So, like, it's right. all – it's kind of weird, but uh, it is what it is. Yeah, it'll um, be it'll – another, another tough kid at this weight is Nate Wade. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Man, this kid um... – he gave Drew, uh, we, uh, Drew wrestled him in the Conti semis last year, and he gave him all he could handle. It was an overtime match. He's really savvy. He moves well. Um, ah, man, watch out. That semifinal, I think he has a shot to give Camilci uh, a real a real match here. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been training at um, Kenny Cord's Greenhouse, too. I, I'm pretty sure his parents listen to the show, so shout out the Wades. Um uh, yeah, Nate Wade, he's tough. He's been training with, with Bear and, and Cole Mulhauser. I think they just went on a trip down to Florida, to be honest with you, and trained a little bit down there, I think, a week or two ago. So, uh, yeah, he's putting the time, and he's a tough kid out of West Genesee. So, yeah, look for him to make some noise. Moving up to 152 pounds, we've got Zach Ryder as the one seed out of Section 9. Uh, then at 2, we've got Caleb Burgess out of Section 5. 3, Tim Bova out of Section 1. 4, Dylan Price out of Section 3. The five we got Ryan Nugent out of section four. Six, we've got Ryan Caudill of section five. Seven, we got Anthony Gentile out of section eight. And at eight, we got Justin Hoffman out of section two. Um, yeah, so Ryder versus Burgess, that could be a rematch of the Battle in the Berg. Um, the tyrant the duels down there in in uh northern Pittsburgh area, wherever it was, Oaks PA. Ryder, I think, took it to Burgess that, that week or that day, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean Ryder's a monster, he's and he was just, he was just getting used to the weight, right? I mean, what did he wrestle in high, in uh the season last year? Twenty six, yeah, right. So he went twenty six, and like he was up at like fifty two, and he wrestled Bear, and we're like, holy crap, this this dude's gained a lot of weight, and uh, Bear beat him, but like you could tell he wasn't in the shape, and probably not used to wrestling those big guys. But like I just you saw a picture, I saw a picture of him the other day, and he he, he looks big. Is that what you're yeah. telling me right now? Tyra Duel shouldn't count. It shouldn't? 
like they, they shouldn't count as results because I mean Zach Ryder wasn't in shape. I mean right, but I mean that's just, that's his own fault. I mean he gained twenty six pounds. He's just growing. He's he's an eighth grader growing right, in it, right. right? I mean it, it should count because he he beat the snot out of Caleb Burgesson. I mean I I would imagine that he's gonna beat him at this tournament. Yeah, um, yeah. You know he put in I've the time. He's he's, he's a Mincing Valley guy. I mean I'm sure they're on a good training schedule or the the underground wrestling club or whatever that he's in. Yeah, you know another name here that jumps off the page of me is Dylan Price. That dude's been around forever. Yeah, I mean he's not in he's not in the the contention of the top two. No, top three. no, it's just like right. I remember, man, probably like four years ago, five years ago, this dude was in like eighth grade, seventh grade, and like one of my guys, Devin Woodworth, talked about him earlier, wrestled him, and he, he lost beat him close. To him. He lost to him. Yeah, it was at an offseason tournament. Huh. No, 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 he did. No, no, he did beat him. It was like it was like an overtime match, and then yeah. Devin walked off the mat. And I'm like, man, what are you doing? Like having a close match with this kid? And then we looked it up. And the dude's a state qualifier. And we're like, yeah, he, he knows he knows how to lose close matches. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like he just it seems like he wrestles a lot of close matches, and obviously he's gonna win one or two of them. But like he he seems like he loses a lot of close matches, and he, his name yeah he's been around a while. But like I just. I, I he he might take fifth or sixth, but uh, I mean Bova, Burgess, and Ryder I think are the top three. I I don't know necessarily know much about Gentile out of Section Eight, but I'm I imagine he's tough. Where's uh Nugent from? Section Six. It says Section Four um, on here. Nugent is not Section Four. I didn't think so because I've never heard of him. But uh, and no, I usually know all the... he's, out of, he's out of New Fame with uh Lusinski, right? Oh okay. Yeah, I might have seen his name at the uh, Kenneth Haynes tournament in Oswego. Um, now that you mention it, I think he wrestled uh, Cole Mulhauser last year, which maybe not, but <clears throat> yeah, so uh, that about covers at 52. Moving up to 160, we got Carter Bear out of Governor as the one seed. Um, at the two, we got Jack Spawn out of Section 11. The three, we got Nick Ross out of Section 9. The four, Ethan Farrow out of Section 5. The fifth seed, we got Eric Teague out of Section 9. The six, Jacob DeGuire out of Section 2. Seven Dakota Masho of Section Six, and at eight C we got Hunter Devins out of Section Seven. So yeah, this is a this is a good weight. I think Carter controls his way through the through the bracket. Yeah, to be honest, uh, Jack Spawn's tough. Nick Ross is tough. Ethan Farrell obviously was a state finalist last year, and arguably could be a state champ right now. You know, he was up by quite a bit, and then kind of melted towards the end of the match to yeah. lose it. Yeah, but I mean, he was right there to win a state title. Um, Jacob DeGuire is tough. Hunter Devin's tough. Um, this is, uh, this I think, is a good weight class. I just, th- I just think it's one of those things, kind of like 32, where it's deep, but it's got that guy who's like, you know, all the weight. Yeah, he's, he's. It's kind of fun to funny to watch him um, grow because, like, right, he wrestled 38, 13 months ago, and he turned 17 in like a couple months. He's still obviously growing, and uh, he's up to 160. He's a thick dog. It'll be fun to watch him compete. I haven't been to the Bears Den in a few, like probably a month now. Um, but uh, you know he's been putting in the time with Kenny Kors. Like I said, he went down to Florida with Wade and and Mulhauser, I believe. And uh, yeah, he's he's a beast. Uh, Ethan Farrow with the four and Teague with the five. I think they're both D two guys. I know Ethan Farrow was. I think Teague is from Port Jervis, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but uh, yeah, they're D two guys, so they're a little bit familiar with them. Teague's menacing. Oh, he's a menacing kid. Oh, he moved, right? Yeah, yeah he, he moved. I think he was one of the one of the groups that moved out there. Yeah, a little transfer, Min- menacing prep. 
Um, but yeah, this was the weight I think Hanson was supposed to be at, and maybe Sanko or Sanko was maybe at fifty two. Sanko is at fifty two. I know Sanko. Um, we talked about it a few about a month and a half ago. You know, Sanko bumped up to sixty to wrestle Cropman. Cropman. Um, yeah. And, but he was he was wrestling fifty two. Yep, and then Hanson, uh, he dropped out as well. So there's a few guys that dropped out. And then the, the Bush brothers, Mason and Merrick, they dropped out. They were like 32 and 38, I think, or 45. Yeah. So they're, they're not wrestling. But, yeah, this weight um, will be fun to watch. 170, we've got Gavin Bell out of Section 8 as the one seed. Tyler Joseph out of Section 1 out of the, as a two seed. At three, we got Brody Oleksak out of Section 4. At four seed, we got Pat Ross out of Section 9. Five seed, Mason Watkins out of Section 1. The six, we got Ethan Polanka out of section nine. The seven, we got Aiden Poe out of section three. And at the eight, we got Jaden Lassiter out of section six. Man, I like this weight a lot. This is one of those yeah. ones where it's deep and you don't know who's going to win. I mean, I can see Aiden Poe coming out of the seven to win this bracket. Um, I mean, I'm going to take my guy Brody, but. Yeah, um, Gavin Bell is obviously pretty tough. Uh, I think Tyler Joseph's uh, East Fishco kid, maybe. Maybe not. Harrison? Yeah, maybe. Which is just south of that, I believe. But uh, yeah. um, but yeah, no. Mason Watkins, he's a section one kid. He he was formerly a section three guy. He was on my my team, um, I, a team I coached, I guess, um, put together by a parent up here in Governor, on the uh, tyrant, the battle in the bird. So I watched oh, Watkins man. that weekend, and then he was on the same team another weekend in the summertime. He's a tough kid. I think he placed in states last year, D two, mate. Maybe he didn't. Uh, actually, he might have went two and two, but uh, and then he got Aiden Poe, Indian River guy. <clears throat> he's a uh, he's he's a lot better, I think, than the seventh seed here. Oh yeah, but, I mean, I to me, it's it's Bell. I mean, Joseph is tough, but it's Bell, Olixak, and Poe as yeah. my finishing top three. Um, I think Olixak wins the tournament, but that could also be my bias towards Brody. Um, I got Brody, Bell, or Poe. The problem is, I mean, Brody and Poe are obviously on the same side of the bracket, so they'll meet semifinals um, if Poe beats Tyler Joseph. Yeah, um, so Poe, as I mentioned with Bear, like he's put in the time with Bear, which is at 160, and then we're about to talk about 182 with Cole Mulhauser. He practices with him. Like Those those two are his main practice partners. And then I'm sure he scraps with you know Kenny Kortz um, when he can. And he's i think he's made the jumps this summer it's, it's going to shock some people because last year he had a uh close loss i believe at states which you know could have put him in a better position to place and uh, i think he's going to turn some heads at this tournament which it'll be fun to watch so i'm, I'm kind of excited to watch aiden poe this weekend yeah i'm i'm also excited to watch him he's always been fun to watch so yeah i'm moving up to 182 pounds as i mentioned cole molhauser out of section three central square guy he's the one seed at two, we got Michael Altimer out of section nine. At three, we got Gabe Monroe out of section four. At the four seed, we got Peter Meshkov out of section two. The five seed, we got Jake Ayana Aina out of section five. Six, we got Alec Richards out of section two. Seven, we got John Santowitz out of section five. And then at the eight seed, we got Jake Travato out of section 11. So, I mean, I, go ahead. I, I really like Altimer. Um, I, I do too, yeah. Um, he just, he's one of those other guys who moved the menacing during their recruiting process. Oh, he did. Yeah. Um, I don't care if anybody gets butt hurt. They recruited him. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, they recruit him. It's, it is what it is. Do what you gotta do. Yeah. Um, but I like, I, I don't think he's ready to, to compete or 
he could compete with Mulhauser. I just don't think he's he's gonna he's ready to beat Mulhauser here. Um, yeah, Mulhauser is I mean, tough. Same goes with Gabe. I'm not sure Gabe is ready to compete with either of those two. Yep, it's funny. Yeah, I mean, it's Alec kinda, Richards. Where's Jake Ana from? Spencerport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah I might have watched him against Fulham, but uh, so Alec Richards I think placed in states last year, right? And he had a tremendous offseason. Um, Prop Lizzie was talking about it. He wrestled. He, he looked tough um, in the New Jersey, New York, New Hampshire, or New England All-Star duels that they had. And uh, I think he wrestled 170, so he's up to 182 now. But uh, him as a six seed, it's interesting. But I, I can see that. Like, maybe they're trying to, you know, keep him in the on the bottom part of the bracket, right? You got Cole Mulhauser, which is probably the clear favorite at 182, at, at the one seed. Right. right. <laughs> Nationally ranked, I think top five, top ten. Um, heading to Princeton next year with this mullet. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's just interesting to see Alec Richards down at 60, but, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, this is uh, – he's tough. He's really tough, and I could see him finishing third. Um, honestly, I could see him beating Aldemar to make the finals, but I think it's Cole and it's, Mo- it's Aldemar in the finals yeah. of the day. I agree. Same here. So moving up to 195, this is kind of a, an exciting weight. Um, at least the top two, maybe three. Uh, the, the number one seed we got Brock Del Signor out of Shenandoah, uh, Section Two, ahead into NC State next year. At the two, we got James Reno, Section Eleven. At three, Hudson Evingham out of Section Five. The four seed we got Cam Bundy out of Section Four. The five we got Jack McCusker out of Section Eight. Six we got Colden Dorfman out of Section Two. Seven Robert Gomez out of Section Eleven. And at the eight, Andrew Flip out of section nine. So as I talked about, and I might have been not on air, I don't even know, but Brock Del Signor is the one seed. Uh Colton Dorfman, his teammate, is the six. I, I gotta imagine, which is down low in the bracket, right? If you don't know. Yep. Um Colton Dorfman is better than Jack McCusker, right? He's got credentials over him. Jack McCusker, I don't think, plays in states. I could be wrong. Colton Dorfman. He did, yeah. And Again, he's another one that he looks like Bo Nickel, right? He he he, yeah. he put on some weight. He's he's got that build, and he's he's a guy that surprises you. You you look at him, and you don't think much. He he's gonna go out there and he's gonna surprise you. And uh, he he looked good, I think, at the Eastern States last year. And then, like I said, he placed in states last year, and he's a Placed six states seed. twice. Yeah, and he's a six seed. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they're hating on the ginger or what, but. He's, <laughs> He's he's probably the four or five, and w- which but that would put him with Del Signor up top, so maybe that's why he's a six seed. Um, I don't know. I I don't I don't know. The I've bitched about the seedings enough. I'm gonna. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. Terrible. Obviously, I'm not gonna complain about the seedings. I just think that was funny and uh, something notable. But uh, you know, it is what it is. As Spencer Lee says, excuses are for wusses. So it's I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna complain about anything. But no, Brock Del Signor, he's a freaking beast. James Moreno is probably. A foot taller than him, <laughs> and he had a good he got a good uh, off season. I think he, uh, gosh, I don't know what tournament it was at, but he like went on a tear, and I think he beat a, a nationally ranked guy. But then we got Eving uh, Hudson Evingham. He got splatted up by our guy Tyler Musa, who we talked about a lot in the yep. college scene. Uh, that was the last year in the state finals, D two. But uh, I think the the top two here are Del Signo or Reno. Yeah, um, for sure. I can I can see Dorfman giving Arena Arena a problem. Uh, um, yeah, I, I could see that. <clears throat> I mean, if Arena's on, like I think we've seen two different sides of him too. Like there was one tournament where he didn't 
perform the the way we kind of thought. And then, you know, another tournament knocks off a nationally ranked guy. So you don't know maybe what you're going to get with him. But um, noted, Areno, I think he's going to Princeton next year maybe um, to follow his brother, Christian. Princeton is really uh, recruiting New York State pretty well, huh? Yeah, dude. I mean. just got Squires last year. Yep. And and Mulhauser, you know, went down. Obviously, he didn't have much of a recruiting season. So I'm pretty sure he went down and hung out with Squires and – that's kind of how he checked out the campus on a unofficial visit. So, right. Yeah. It was, it's good to see some uh, New York guys going out to Princeton and getting that education uh, up at 220. We've got Alex Semenenko out of PSAL. At two, we've got Sam Sorensen out of section three at the three, Ethan Gallo out of section nine. The four, we got Jason Hines out of section 11, the five Connor Walsh out of section six. On the 6th seed, we got Nino Prisco out of Section 1. The 7th seed, Joseph Russell out of Section 9. And at the 8, Langdon Sibley out of Section 4. Is uh, Sibley kid the Windsor kid? Yep. It's okay. Is he uh, related to the uh, Sibley that was in, like, the state final, state champ? I believe so. I'm, yeah, I'm, I would I'm, imagine. I'm sure, but I'm, I'm 96% sure. <sighs> that raises his stock for me a little bit. Um, but, yeah, Semenenko, we saw him last year. Sorensen, he was – uh, you know, the, the young guy, he, he made some noise. I think his eighth grade year, he was like 160 or 170 at section three. And, you know, he, he wrestled some tough dudes and then he made the jump up, had a little transition year last year. Right. I mean, being young and at a heavier weight, but uh, Sorensen's tough um, out of Homer. So yeah, Gallo, I like him a lot. Yeah. He was on one of your teams. He's a really tough kid. Yep. Yeah. He wrestled for me once at a, at a tournament. Um, he's a good kid. He's real quiet. Uh, kind of just comes to, comes in, does his job, and then leaves. Really, um, <laughs> good kid. Um, I'd like to see I'd like to see him make the finals and see what he can do here. Because, uh, like I said, he, he he really deserves it. Yeah. Um, so that that'll be a a fun way. I think. I mean, Jason Hines, Connor Walsh isn't too bad either. But I think the top five here are are. Uh, are, probably would stay true, I would imagine. I didn't look at the the whole entry list. You know, some of these guys. Yeah, don't 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 sleep on uh, Scotty Barnhart out of Walton, Section Four. He's really tough, really athletic kid. Yeah, yeah, he's um, on the... he's on there. He's just not seated. That's weird. Correct. Yeah, yeah. he was I mean, on. He... Uh, he he was on team uh, team Chaos's team that they put in the the latest Tyrant Duels, which is the the team that I was yep. coaching. But yeah, that's cool. Right, he's a good kid. Yeah, so up at 285 to close things out, we've got Sebastian Gar- Garibaldi out of Section 1, White Plains kid. Yeah, uh, Section 2, we got Adam Fenner out of Section 9. 3, we got Ryan Stein out of Section 2. Charles Tibbetts is the three or is the four seed out of Section 3. Out of Section 3, we got Isaiah Trago out of uh, – he's the fifth seed. Uh, sixth seed, we got Stefan Moncheri out of Section 9. The seven, Evan Albrecht out of section 11. And at eight, we got Spencer Dickinson out of section two. So Stein just was it at the Super 32 he placed at, right? Yep. Yeah, he just plays the Super 32. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to let Ryan Stein place a Super 32. (laughs) Go off, dude. And and he's not the one seed. Yeah. But we're going to use offseason results to other places? Like, why are we inconsistent with this? I don't. Yeah, I mean, because again, see. I'm gonna use my own guy, so nobody knows I'm not being biased, right? Tyler Ferreira went off this offseason. He's great. He's 100 percent, in my opinion, going to win this tournament. 
but he should not be seated over Gianni Silvestri. Gianni Silvestri is your returning state champion. You used his Super 32 results. You used his journeyman results. Why aren't you using Ryan Stein's journeyman results? Dude, place at Super 32. Um, and you're going to make him the three seed? Yeah, keep talking. I'm going to Eastern States Classic real quick. And I just don't – I mean, it just doesn't make sense, man. I, I mean, I get it. These kids are tough. Every one of these kids are good. Right? I'm not taking anything away from the kid. This is not the kid's fault. I'm not blaming anybody. I, I'm not even really blaming the seating committee. They're probably just using their opinion. They did the work. They did the research. Awesome for them. You know, thank you for doing that. I mean, it's better than us getting random draws, right? But Hey, they had random draws back in the day. I mean. I know, but random draw is not is not the best way to, yeah, to no, I, I hear you. treat this tournament. But So I would imagine, like we talked about, um, Giarbaldi beat Stein in the round of 16 at the Eastern States last year. Giarbaldi made it to the, the Eastern State Finals, um, right? You wrestled Colby Franklin out of SEM. It not, did not go well for him. But uh, I could see that's the reasoning that they seated him above him. And then Fenner, I think he made the Eastern State Finals at 285 because this was at 220. So right. uh, 285, I think Fenner might have made the finals. No, he lost in the semis. Yeah, Fenner ended up taking third. But uh, I could see maybe that's why they, they did what they did here. I mean. Well, I know, but, I mean, Super 32 weighs heavier than states. I would imagine so, yeah. I mean, that's my opinion. If you're going to use Super 32, you might as well use it the right way, right? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Then you got Isaiah Trago um, out of Section 3, Mount Markham. Uh, I've seen him at wrestle a few times. He's a big dude. Um, I, I, I want to say he might have placed. He might have came close to placing last year, Section 3D2. He's a tough, tough dude, though. And then Charles Tibbetts, New Hartford guy out of Section 3. He's uh, he's pretty tough, too. I think he lost. He beat the, the Knoll kid out of Carthage last year but then he lost him at sectionals i can't i i think he might have got a nat large but yeah he's another tough kid too but i mean i think it's the top three here Giarbaldi's tough white plains guy fenner right mincing valley and I then can see any of the top four honestly doing really well here tibbets trago yeah tibbets trago is probably going to be a you know quarterfinal match i would imagine or yeah sorry i mean i mean top five i think these this top five is actually pretty tough yeah, one of probably the deeper heavyweight classes tournaments we've seen in a little while. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously Stein's a super thirty-two place finisher as a three seed. Um, and as much as I'm argue, I'm complaining about it. Right, it's probably. I mean, if if you're using the actual seeding criteria like I want to use, this is probably accurate. But it's just inconsistent from what they've done. That's all. Anyways, I think this top five is where it should be, and. Any one of these top five can beat each other, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, Trago actually didn't place last year. He went four and two, which seems like he would place, but whatever. He went four and two in DNP. I mean, not unless on section three they – no, he took fifth. Never mind. He went oh, five and he two. Definitely, he's a definitely a placer. Yeah, he went five and two. Damn. Um, he had a tournament, man. Yeah, he lost to uh, the state champ out of Ardsley, Dobbs Ferry, George Labreus. He got pinned. Yeah, I remember that match. He got pinned by twice. That he shouldn't have been the state champ. <laughs> yeah. No, section six guy was the state champ. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Trago's tough. He's like, he's a big dude. He's got a funny story. His coaches are funny. Um, but yeah, Sebastian Giarbaldi, he had a good performance last year, Eastern States. I, I've got to imagine it's going to be him and Fenner. But yeah, again, Stein, he placed that Super 32. I, I just think it's going to be a top three race right here. Fair enough. Fair enough. But who, what do I know? You know, 
I just I'm just going off of these top eight seeds. There could be an outlier that's not seated and he's gonna make some noise. I know a couple. Yeah. I mean, we should just seat them all, right? NCAA's seat them all. Then no, you don't have any outliers. NCAA stupid for it too. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, that's about it for these finishers and maybe even like your your blood round guys, right? See, like NCAA should seed twelve. Twelve, yeah. And you know, if you're placing six, you should seed eight, and that's what you should do. Yeah, twelve, sixteen at most, just because then you kind of yeah. separate the the first half, right? And then you get the parody that everybody loves. Yeah, true. That's very true. Um, and and you always like the guy that's not seated to to make that run. I mean, it, it looks cool to see a, a It looks cool to see a twenty five seed, you know, make a run. But whatever, we're getting off topic again. <laughs> yeah. What else is new? This is fuck. This is the fourth hour of more wrestling podcast on this fine <laughs> rainy day in northern New York. Dude, we had like a mini hurricane in the middle of the podcast. I didn't yeah. even notice. Yeah, no, it's it's bad up here right now too, and it's starting to get dark, and I didn't turn my light on, so good times. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's all I got for episode thirty-one of More Wrestling's podcast. Um, you got anything else? No, I'm good, man. That was fun. Thank you very much. Yeah, yes. Uh, well, we will see you and look out for us because we'll have a More Wrestling podcast shirts on this week in yes, uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, let's go. But uh, that's all I got. Thanks again for tuning in. Peace out. Peace out.